Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Dip Dudes podcast. We're back here again, September 14th. We took a little bit of a hiatus, but you know, like all great things. We... <clears throat> anyway, there's a, a lot of a lot of great stories uh, this week. To jump into. I don't know about I don't know about you boys, but my port has been very supportive this week. It just like a consistent up like one and a half percent every day, and it has been a nice little chug along. So let me check yeah. my port. I gotta get off a of T-Mobile I've Tuesdays. Been... Oh yeah, fuck. I don't know. I've, I've been pretty stable the past like month. I feel like. I've definitely really? have. I'm definitely down. Like I'm down, but since that initial down, like I've been stable. How is 3M at 102 again? See what I, that's did... what I'm saying. Like 3M was at like 111. I feel like last. It was, week or... and I was like, I won't sell. So that's what I'm saying. That's why I'm <laughs> you know, down. But it's been you know, stable since that down. <laughs> what's funny is one of the stories I was going to talk about was that 3M 3M warns of slowing growth environment in 2024, and that's why their shares dropped. I was like, oh, we've been talking about 3M so much, they won't even care. Then you wish just go check in. You're like, where did my 3M go? It's the top thing on my, hey, my port. I'm sorry. Others. I have others. My my Disney. Um, let's see. My, my Lithium is down. Um, yeah, I did not do good this week, boys. <laughs> the 3M hit really hard. The really? real, the real crown jewel that, for me. Your 3M is much more severe than mine is. Oh, it's severe. It, it yeah. reacts like like a train. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> the big winner for me, and I think is like my first or second biggest holding in my port is Intel because I was at like a forty percent loss at like late last year at one point. And I'm finally up like four percent on the position, and it is so fucking refreshing Damn. to get my head underwater, <laughs> out of water. Like, uh, did, okay, like, isn't that a great stay feeling? Though, in Intel, yeah, yeah, I'm staying until at least like <laughs> I'd, I'll try to aim for really? that 20, 25 percent gain. I've already gotten after like, you just break four percent. I mean that's kind of the goal is you you average in while it's so low like I did and then try to hold your breath and then make it out and have that extra weight when you leveraged in like swing you out of the position. True. But um I think everyone always talks about getting big wins and how good that feels, but no one talks about losing, you know, 30% on a blue chip stock and then breaking even on it a couple months later. It just feels so <laughs> nice. <laughs> It, feel, it feels like you survived the battle so you can go and fight the war again. Like, it's mm-hmm. just like... It's... Right when I thought I was out, <laughs> they pulled me back in. <laughs> but, I don't know, just in general, the S&P 500 is kind of like near its all-time highs of where it was in November of 21. So I feel like everything in general is doing really well, and it's kind of it's kind of hard for me to buy right now, honestly. I don't I don't have a lot of dips. Oh, no one ever yeah. talks about how good Biden's economy is right now. Yeah, what, what they say, r- ripping through twenty twenty three. Economy, the the economy, yeah. <laughs> the bicotomy. <bi-cotomy. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't know how much weight the president actually has. Uh, on you don't believe in Bidenomics? Sure. Like, what? what are you saying? What is that? Is an yeah. asinine statement. You don't think the president has anything to do with the stock market? I think you that know, at any point in history, 
not just he's got to be the most laissez-faire president so far like he literally just doesn't do anything yeah he hasn't done shit i feel like he's done like the one few little chinese uh um bans right or tariffs remember when the stock market man he used to react to trump like oh yeah (laughs) he would call like in an interview he would say ford Ford, you guys are idiots wheeling and and dealing left and right Manny, he literally spelled it out for us in a little book called The Art of the Deal, all right? He was he was he was being Picasso. <laughs> okay, I don't know about Picasso. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> Well, it seems like the people that ran the Bed Bath and Beyond four oh one K positions might have read the Art of the Deal mm-hmm. because we got a, a whopping story dropping down on the desk that bed bath and beyond company that you thought you were going to forget about because it got sold out and your losses were uh going to be dust in the wind it keeps on coming back in the headlines bed bath and beyond employees sue over their 401k plan losses and uh this comes because a bunch of people had 401k plans with bed bath and beyond and after they got sold to overstock and kind of basically went bk uh these employees saying they lost over five million dollars in quote unquote guaranteed investment accounts where the whole point of it was just like super late retirement like um easy gains type of you know super steady accounts and which had like super little risk and it suffered a 10 percent loss because of the rising interest rates and because uh Bed Bath and Beyond went like BK and, and sold out. Uh, they had to sell out of their positions of the four hundred one ks, and they sold that like ten percent losses of what a lot of their four hundred one k would would have been at because it was a guaranteed investment account, and they trusted that their investment would be uh, secure. So they could have been sitting on like you know Bed Bath and Beyond employee money doesn't have that much, but you know say twenty k, you lose you know too grand of that it's it's uh it, it it ain't it ain't fucking jump change i guess but like it's literally an investment to clarify they are always these... say investments involve the risk of loss many are yeah, these but loss? The... is this bed bath and beyond or is this overstock.com who's getting sued because there's an overstock.com bed bath and beyond and also once you buy a company don't you buy its debts so Bed Bath well, and Beyond. It sounds like it sounds like Bed Bath and Beyond sold off their employees' four hundred one ks to try and cover their debts, and it failed. Right? No. Yeah, I don't know if you can sell off your employees' four hundred one ks. Yeah, no, no, no. That's that's not how it went, Spike. Uh, they had to exit the four hundred one k like management plan because they were no longer being managed by those four hundred one ks. Those were no longer employees of Overstock. So, like, when you leave a company, you know, you have to, like, transfer out your 401k. That's basically what they had to do. But because they had to transfer it out of time where they're guaranteed no loss you investment. You be able to transfer stocks. Like, it might it's, it sounds like it's different for investment 401ks. But, like, you should be able to transfer your, like. Direct direct holdings, for sure. But I think this this was a specialized investment account for Bed Bath & Beyond. And I think a lot of uh, investment companies will specialize accounts for companies specifically. And I, I, 
it may not transfer to other 401ks, I'm assuming. It was it's enough of a problem for them to have a class action lawsuit about Clearly. the entire thing. Clearly. <laughs> but um they're, they're selling the old BBB. They're not suing so, Overstock. Yeah, Overstock bought and now operates its websites under the Bed Bath and Beyond name. It's not a defendant, and a spokesperson uh, said that the company had no involvement in terminating of the four hundred one k's. Manny, are you on Yahoo Finance right now? Uh, I don't even know what that website is. I literally have never heard of that before. Mm-hmm. Because I think you are. <laughs> that sounds like a Yahoo Finance explanation right there. Yeah, AI who finance. I am also on Yahoo Finance. Well, <laughs> I just did saw him read that did, as I was reading it. <laughs> did, did it answer your dumb question? It, it did. did. So, well, I had yeah, to find it myself. AI finance, yeah, AI finance came, came through once again. <laughs> I mean, you know, I don't know what to say about this. Shucks. Like, you know, this, this, their, their CFO like literally jumped off a building. Like, this is probably why their finances were... <laughs> <laughs> completely mismanaged. I'm sorry, but I I, I keep I, I always forget about that story and that it was Bed Bath and Beyond. That was such a I while fucking, ago. I tell people that and <laughs> everyone gets like just as shocked as when they hear it for the first time. <laughs> I don't know how no one was shocked when it happened. I, I think it went under the radar. Yeah, like hear about <laughs> it. It went under the radar for sure. I remember seeing it and it was like not a high up article, and I was like, well, like. Isn't this gonna yeah, affect the like, stock? Damn, kind of serious. <laughs> but it's already so down that people are like, "Well, you know, there's no point going in on this." Yeah, true. And uh, yeah, moving on. <laughs> I got a a good IPO for you that just came out. Did you guys see the arm IPO? Oh, I IPO love game show leg in an arm. You'll want this arm because holy moly, did it have a good IPO? Um, do you guys know about the company at all? This is yeah, the first I've um, heard of it, so it kind of shocked me. Made me a little salty internally for uh, when I bought Rivian IPO. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, <laughs> yeah, well, probably. Um, they're the one of the world's leading semiconductor companies. They say on their website that they architect, develop, and license high-performance, low-cost, and energy-efficient CPUs and related technologies. Um, Where are they based? Ask if I know, man. Hmm. Let's let's do a little bit of research for Spike real quick, mm-hmm. since you can't Google that as I'm talking. No. Is this is this not the arm that was like tried to get purchased by Nvidia? I think it was. Uh, might be. Is it not Intel? They're a British company. They're out of the UK. They're based in Cambridge. Oh no, no, no! Graphics designer uh, Nvidia announced it's dropping plans to buy chip designer Arm from SoftBank for forty billion. But Arm is super important. They they make all of the like the next architecture for chips. Like everything was x eighty six in computers before now, and now everything is Arm. Well, instead of so getting my... bought, they IPO'd um, for, I think, around a $50 billion valuation. And this morning, they just skyrocketed 25%. And so they're at like oh $51. I think they're close to $75 now, um, if I remember correctly. You might want to fact check me on that. Um, but the big story that I kind of want to talk about attached to this, rather than some tech company that has just IPO'd, 
It's the company that owns them, SoftBank. Are you guys familiar with SoftBank at all? I've heard of them. It it came to me, and I only was you know triggered by this to research it a bit more because I watched that uh, WeWork like movie where it, mm-hmm. it wanted everything, and famously SoftBank has this vision fund um, ran by their uh, CEO, who's pretty like eccentric and kind of controversial, uh, Masayoshi Son. And it, it's out of okay. Japan. And um, this vision fund is, I I forgot how many dollars it was. I think it was like the first billion dollar fund or something, but that sounds so low. Maybe it was the first trillion dollar fund, but it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I, I, that, that's a little bit in the wind. But nevertheless, he has this vision fund and they just invest in like tech companies and unicorns, which is like a you know, privately owned company valued over a billion dollars. Um, and the vision fund has like famously invested and we work, which he gave them like $10 billion over a period of time. And now it's worth like what? $250 million. It's at $4 and 50 cents right now. Yeah. Market cap of two, 241 million. It, It might as well be zero. Might as well be zero. Um, compared to what he put into it and the value that he bought it at. Um, they're, they're also investors in Alibaba, um, this company called Oyo Rooms, which is a pretty big hospitality uh, company in India, um, and, you know, various other, uh, you know, tech companies that have done well and some have gone to zero. Um, and this seems to be one of his biggest wins ever so far, I guess, not maybe in the history of his career, but in the history of his fund. Um, and... Arm itself? In the first IPO, I mean, he SoftBank owns ninety point six percent of the company right now. Jeez. So they're a, a, you know, a, a private um, investor who own ninety percent of your company. They're pretty much controlling it. Like there, there's, you know, probably very little board power when it comes to the future of this company and who they deal with and what companies they have deals with. Saying that he is a big investor in Alibaba. I'm sure that he's tied with the CCP and various other aspects of that. <laughs> um, <laughs> just saying. I uh, hope this doesn't get flagged. Um, but uh, <laughs> did, did you say where SoftBank was? was uh, Japan. Japan. Okay, okay. He did say that. Okay. Um, but I just think that this is a very interesting win for them after he's had a lot of losses. That's kind of how you know venture capitalism and angel investing like this works is you invest in 100 companies and one of them makes up all of your losses, right? <laughs> yeah. And uh, the gambler's mentality. A hundred percent. Yeah, I tell people that all the time. I'm like, man, a lot of investing is kind of just the gambler's mentality. <laughs> um but you know that that that's what it's like, and you know you also make connections through investing and whatnot. But I'm I'm sure he has enough connections to you know do whatever he wants. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know. I think it's a pretty interesting development. Will you be buying Arm Spike? Uh, not seeing the seven percent after hours. Green seven percent. Uh, I feel like uh. I'll, I'll watch it, but I already have some TSM shares, so I'm not seeing a reason for me to, I guess, divest that and reinvest it into ARM. If 
there was any realistic IPO that I would invest in that you have ever named on this podcast, Noah, it would be ARM. Really? They, hmm. they, yes, yes. They, oh, they you're telling me the company that is tied with NVIDIA, Manny? Come on. I, I don't even like, I've never invested Manny in NVIDIA. I have never, I have never invested in this company already. <laughs> Every single iPhone and watch and laptop and any like small product 90, is gonna have to use arm 99 percent of the world's smartphones um i think use arm yeah yeah 100 percent. and uh yeah like to forever have that licensing power i mean x86 which probably lasted what 30 plus years so if you last 30 years and have every single iPhone pay you out from now to then, I think you're going to be in a pretty good position even if you don't do anything. They've made, as of December 2022, so like the beginning of this year, they made 250 billion chips. That's, that's I, what's, just insane. What's more surprising to me about all this is how they're only just now becoming public. Well, going public was probably a, a, a big... Uh, situation for them <laughs> spike <laughs> you know it's it's not like bullfrog ai going public you know <laughs> for, two for linkedin employees <laughs> 30 million this is a 65 billion Still, dollar like they, they've been around since 1990 like this is a much different ipo game show 30 you know, years contestant. you're telling me it, it, it takes 30 years for a company to go public that's what I'm saying. Like after 30 years to choose to go public and have everyday people have mm-hmm. votes in your effing business. Like if Elon Musk really wanted I to, guess, he, could, sure. he could buy a large portion of this. You know, now he's not uh, going to less than 10. percent no. Well, I think like what what is it like? You know, over five percent of a company, and you get a board seat usually. I don't know. You might want to fact check uh, that. Sure. <laughs> I would. I would. I would say that's about okay. I don't five percent. So how many board members are there? When he when Elon Musk bought a certain portion of, I think maybe it wasn't Twitter because yeah, it was Twitter public. Yeah, he bought Twitter and then got a board seat and then he eventually just bought the whole company. He did. I thought he just played I, Elden Ring and woke up the next day and bought it. Okay, you just want to move on to my next story because that is just that is just a, a heavy one that I think I want to share. <laughs> All right, let's hear it. Okay, well, obviously I told this to you guys before, but apparently the new story is that Elon Musk was out. I, I think how the story goes is he was going to Canada with his ex-wife or maybe wife at the time or long-term girlfriend who he has his mm-hmm. son ex with. Mm-hmm. Um, and he asked her to cosplay. Uh, maybe. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> he was meeting like their parents um, that he had never met before. And when he got there, she apparently said like he cannot meet the parents and he wanted nothing to do with him because he was, quote unquote, having one of his stress attacks where he gets very anxious and he was up. This was all in a diary written by like a close friend of him or something that was uh, just produced. Or a journal. Is this, yeah, this, this is in the biography that just came out, right? Yeah, I believe. And um, he. I've sta- already read it. I've, he, huge Elon fanboy. <laughs> he already read Shut it. Up. The entire thing. Man, he hasn't read a book since you know seventh grade. Way to work. <laughs> I, I listened to the audio book today. It took me eight hours, but it was worth it. <laughs> and uh, he stayed up all night playing Elden Ring. Got 
I think to it said five in the morning, and then he woke up the next day and tweeted that thing that I, I, I'll buy Twitter at fifty four dollars and twenty cents, and I just think it's something beautiful to know that <laughs> even a, you know the richest man at the time I think he was right the richest man at the yeah. time just wakes up oh. and does a move that you know I I would do. <laughs> yeah, so he and, had a panic attack. And played Elden Ring to <laughs> alleviate that. Imagine that too. Imagine playing Elden Ring to alleviate a panic attack. Honestly, what the fuck? To think if you did the same thing for eight hours, you were doing the same exact activities that the world's richest man was doing. He was farming that fucking that rune spot. <laughs> the- you know what? With you know what? what was, it what said this the in the thing. Apparently, he was uh, <laughs> like going through Kaywood. Do you guys remember Kaywood at all? Yeah, unfortunately, it was that yeah. that red area that's yeah, like very yeah. difficult right when you start the game. Yeah, and dude, if I saw red all night for twelve hours, I would wake up next day and say something stupid. Like, there's no <laughs> way, man. I almost feel like I used to like criticize him so much about that in front of people, and now I kind of like for some reason empathize with the guy <laughs> he just did something you know <laughs> relatable yeah. that's hilarious you're telling me when he plays your favorite game over the past few years that you lose to him yeah I mean it, it was the most popular game of last year wasn't it or this yeah. year did it come out this year mm, no it, was no, last it came year. out last year it no, was last year yeah it was definitely last year I think it was like a year ago it was no, I feel like it came out it in like came March. out in like January or early. Fact year. check, fact check. Q1. Uh, Q1. I'm thinking Q1 as well. <laughs> I'm going with February Spike in Q1. of 2022. Wow. Dude, Shibuya roll call right there, baby. Well, I was arguing that it was older, and you guys were saying that it came out this year, but you know, okay. I think only I, only I said that to be fair. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that, that's kind of it. It's you know we don't have to talk about Elon forever. But, uh, okay, you wanna you wanna talk about the the potential to make some money off COVID again? No, uh, would I? <laughs> I would love some exploitative money. <laughs> um, so I don't know if you guys have been hearing, but the uh, cases have been like climbing a little bit the past like month or so. Um, I saw like one headline on it. Yeah, yeah. I, in the past, I've had heard people talk about it in the workplace. You know what I mean? In the past two weeks. <laughs> you, U.S. hospitalizations are up almost 30%. Um, granted, yeah. they were already at such a low level, so they're still like relatively low, but I bring that up because uh, Moderna's updated COVID vaccines just got approved by the FDA. Um, the only caveat is like these new updated shots are targeting a variant that quote is no longer prevalent in the u.s <laughs> um so i don't think this will like directly affect their sales but they're expecting six to eight billion dollars in sales just from covid this year but they could sell to other countries can't they yeah they already have two billion in, in what they call global contracts already locked in for this year they're already at four billion in sales with that like two billion in contracts they already reached two billion earlier um this year in sales but 
They also, their flu shot, I don't know if you, they're up 3%, almost 4% today. Their flu shot just got, like, positive data back in, from, like, results. Like, I think it was, like, phase three of some trial. Came back uh, pretty positive. And they're definitely, like, they're, they're starting to cut, like, drug research as well. Um, so I feel like now's the time. I mean, Moderna's down 36% year-to-date. What was uh, the other company that benefited off of the coronavirus vaccine? Pfizer. Well? Yeah, yeah. How's, how, how's Pfizer doing in terms of stock price? Um, I mean, they're both relatively similar. You'll probably like Pfizer more. It has a dividend. Mm-hmm. They just don't seem to have as many irons in the fire. I don't know if I'm not woke enough, but when you're not. I got like my... You're right, you're right. I <laughs> repent, I repent. Um, I remember when I got my first booster, Like I remember like thinking and t- like saying and like talking to a lot of people and be like, yeah, I mean, I can't like, I can't believe we're going to have to like do shots every like six months to keep up with it. I never have gotten another shot since the booster and I have no desire to. So it's like, that's super anecdotal, but I feel like... I mean, I that agree. Is also a lot of people. I probably won't get the the boost this whatever next booster is either. But like, that's still a closed-minded mindset to have or viewpoint on it. They're definitely gonna sell like these boosters, especially in the U.S. Like they already are. You know, the fact that they're just I mean FDA approved are even better. Like the they they were already giving out ones that were FDA approved, but this one had like it it's a targeting a different variant. So maybe they won't sell that one in in the U.S. But I saw that they're selling them at like one eighty nine a piece to like countries to buy. Obviously, like that's not being paid by the individual. I don't know. I I just don't see many people buying the um, COVID vaccine, especially. I would look more so into like the flus and stuff, and and how those are doing, and how much well, uh, they they're just, selling on those vaccines. They they just got their new flu shot approved, or not approved, but it got like really positive results in their their phase three stage of trials. They also. Okay, okay. The FDA is currently reviewing their RSV vaccine, um, which is pretty big. They're also cutting four drug research programs. Is but that good I or bad s- news? I, I mean, I kind of see that in a good way. Two of them were already developed by AstraZeneca in uh, previous okay. years, so they cut those. I didn't really. A lot of the articles I found talking about it were more focused on the science of it, and uh, it's going a little over my head. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> I don't know. It it seems like the whole uh, COVID surge is a little overblown. I think there was a little a little bump in the radar, and everyone's going, "Oh, COVID, COVID, yeah. COVID." Do you, you not think it'll ste- it'll continue to rise and in, going into fall and winter? No. When I, CE, I think when the CFO said they're expecting four to six billion dollars in revenue this the remaining year. 
COVID alone. Well, of course they're going to be optimistic. You know, they're probably spreading that COVID out through the streets so they can get some more vaccines coming through. You know what's funny? In this article, it noted at like the very end, like, uh, CFO Steve, you know, Wozniak <laughs> uh, plans on getting the bo- the new booster like once it's available. Like, what if like do, are, is that like a requirement? Do you think like for these employees to get the the booster think, so they can boost like confidence? Think Tim Cook it? uses an iPhone, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Su- su- super, super off the beaten path, but Tim Cook actually just uh said in like an interview that he uses the um what what is the the face thing the the, the VR goggles he he wears the VR goggles quote unquote every day why can't i think of what it's called now vision, uh, vision apple pro. vision pro. vision pro vision pro there it is holy shit we already forgot well they didn't <laughs> come out they announced it and it just didn't come out dead in the water <laughs> what do you mean didn't come out they said it when it's going to come out yeah I mean, they never do that. They never say we're gonna make something in a year. <laughs> when it's the old, when it's the pro, baby. That's, that's when they. I mean, what are they? A car company? You know, like <laughs> what's happening? What are they? Tesla. I mean, even it five years later, even Mercedes does that. We're gonna come up with something in a few years. <laughs> <laughs> the old concept car. It, it, is, it has yeah. been Don't a worry. strategy we'll for years. To doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, Spike, I I consider uh, those companies blood money. It's part of the, the Noah blood money pack right there, and uh, I I just couldn't delve into uh, a pharmaceutical company nor a vaccine company nor anything like that. Not because I disagree with the vaccines, not because mm-hmm. uh, I'm woke or not woke or whatever. Uh, I just think those <laughs> those companies are mismanaged and all the money goes to the top. Um, and I, I, I wouldn't even say, like, I, I'm mad about the people that work there or, like, the American system or whatever. Or whatever. I'm not, like, making a statement here. I'm more saying that, like, I just don't put my money towards stuff that I I, I You don't want to support the lobbying. Uh, yeah, a little bit. I don't want to support the lobbying. Yeah. Um, Speaking of lobbying, I, have uh, you guys been seeing all this weed legal or restructuring lately? And all the... Um, st- weed stocks going crazy. Yeah, Tilray's been, been going crazy. Weed, I've been seeing the weed stocks going crazy, but I didn't see that it was from new legislation. I, I saw the new legislation. Hype again. It's right. Is it, it, it is hype? It's just <laughs> it's hype. all just hype. Are, it's are you like bummed? prom, prom you promising stuff. At, at yeah, I kind of feel like you guys told 69? me to sell it too. I, so. I didn't oh say. Oh my god, shit. we didn't I'm say. A, shit. Okay. Both of you guys told me to sell it. said to sell. I didn't know. We can go back. I'm, I'm, back. I'm not blaming you guys. Like I pushed the button. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I'm not, I'm not one of those guys. But you mm-hmm. definitely told me to sell. Like we're, we're not acting we like go. that Here didn't happen. I said I would be out of there. <laughs> <laughs> Is what that not I incriminating? Then that was that was literally like you said something incriminating. <laughs> <laughs> no, I. That is not direct, Your Honor. Clearly, it was because because you use a slang term for you should sell. I would sell, but I am not telling you yourself you should sell. Objection, Your Honor. That is synonymous. (laughs) Manny did reply the next morning. Market open. It's almost at sell price. 
He said Surprise was 69 cents and it was almost there. That was his own implied honor. Mm -hmm. uh, your honor, that was his your own honor, implied surprise. Just <laughs> notifying said, def said prosecution. What is it at now? Simply, Am I going to be depressed? Uh, I'm simply notifying I'm a little depressed. It's at, it's at double what I sold it at, pretty much. I, not really. No, it's not. No, it's not. I sold it at 69 cents. It's at $1.25. It's almost double. Pretty soon, I'll be able to buy this on the uh, paper trade whenever we... Yeah, it was at $1.50, which is, which is it'll, double. It'll reach the $2 minimum. <laughs> so, Manny, you're, you're wrong. It, it, it's gone up... In the last five oh, it days, it's gone up 66%. Oh Guys, oh I had 200 God. bucks in it. <laughs> I would have made, like, an extra, you know... <laughs> Oh, actually, I would have made a lot of money. I would have made a ton of money. That sucks. <laughs> I missed out on like you know three hundred bucks or something like just that. Buy it's, back it's in. Yeah, listen, just listen, buy back listen. in. It, it made it. It paid for the Storts and Bickle device, and that's all that matters. All it, right? You know what it paid for? It paid for my Jersey Mike sandwich. You know what I mean? That's what it paid for. What do you mean, T-Mobile? It was on the house of T-Mobile. After T-Mobile paid for my Jersey Mike sandwich, <laughs> was I went back, on got my it second on, one. Was it on T-Mobile Tuesday? <laughs> Oh my gosh! <laughs> but yeah, they are going wild. Uh, yeah, we, go have, we we got this this story coming in. Cocaine is said to overtake oil in becoming Colombia's main export. <laughs> Colombia <laughs> exports <shit>. oil. <laughs> Colombia does export oil. And so who? I'm sure it's like it. offshore, right? It 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 is offshore. They they literally sell to everyone. Hmm. That's I don't think that's what offshore means. No, I'm, I'm not saying. I'm talking about they mine it <laughs> offshore. Yeah, they, they mine it offshore, and then Noah asked who they sell it to. <laughs> I like uh, that I got Manny in a pickle. Let me just Google who says, over here. They sell it to the U.S. Their their primary destination yeah. is the U.S. Same with who the do they sell baby. oil to? Same so he's saying I, I'm I'm going to Chevron and filling up with Columbia oil. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, yes. You're telling you're me, Columbia I'm, oil you're telling me the, the cocaine I'm snorting and the oil the, the, I'm guzzling yes. are both from the same Lit places. This yes, is kind of yes. making me like Colombia more. I don't know why. Like I'm, I'm now a little bit like patriotic about their oil. Like it's, it's now American oil, you know. American <laughs> go, go Colombia. The first half of this year, oil exports dropped thirty percent, and even though uh, Colombia's government is basically burning down the factories that are harvesting the the coca plant it's still overtaking oil in, ter in terms of exports that's a well-oiled uh, machine then yeah, <laughs> who buys yeah. who buys all they're the losing coke. product and they're is still that like is like fort lauderdale their main export or is it like you know sweden i no, think it's, it's gotta the be US. miami you think yeah. the u.s is buying all colombia's cocaine yes. I, I there's no way Colombia shipped what? out a casual 1,700 tons last year that made $18 billion. That Man. is actually insane. Oil was just <laughs> $19 billion how, last year. How are they tracking all this if it's supposed to be done all shadily? It's also a Yahoo Finance Spike, article. Spike, how do you think they get all of the coca from <laughs> Colombia to the U.S.? Without anyone knowing and it getting there, listen. The like, high ups have to have the their cartels hand are on like, the book. Are are hiring accountants and shit to to follow this, and then they're having press releases of that data. 
Okay, I'm just saying this is from the UN, mm-hmm. right? Th- this data that's coming out that Manny's reading. Mm-hmm. And who are most of the people in the UN? Europe. Colombian? Oh, okay. Colombian? What are you getting at? <laughs> this, all this is going to Europe, guys. Europe does so much coke. There's there's no way. It is the US. It's got to be. We got to find the stat. Let me just email the cartel. I'm sure they <laughs> reply. <laughs> Let me ask Google real quick. Countries with the high, highest cocaine trade. Ooh. Import. I, I need import. Import. And I, I import. said import. I said import. Import. Google didn't give me import. <laughs> Oh my god. Well, I got the European countries. Belgium does seven, 70 tons. Netherlands does 50 tons. Spain does 40 tons. I'm telling Damn. you, boys. I'm telling you. Now, how much does the U.S. do? Um, I don't know. Google does not want to work with me right now. Why? Wait, can we go back? You said the U.N. did this study, so it's Europe? Isn't the U.N. like the world? This Wikipedia article says that Albania does the most cocaine. <laughs> what are we doing? There's no way what? that's true. <laughs> and then England is the second, and then the United States. Oh, Australia. There we go. They must be going to the Aussies, man. That's for sure, Aus- dude. Australia does a lot of coke. They Thank got you. the horse tranquilizer over there, and yep. the coke just isn't enough. <laughs> okay, I'm glad that we can reach a common denominator. Mm-hmm. We're, we're good now. Thank God. Anyway. The the moral of this story was we can't invest in cocaine stocks, unfortunately, because mm-hmm. I, I think it would just be too profitable. But the next best thing was Robin what Hood we were talking about. <laughs> until, until Robin Hood adds cocaine yeah. <laughs> exports to do their ETFs. Manny, do you also want to invest in slavery and you know man? You, <laughs> yeah, what do you think their profit is so good? If you if you inv- <laughs> if you inv- not if you invest cold take, if you invest in any company worth a, a damn, you are investing into slavery. What? This isn't mm. Nestle. Like, well, let's calm down for a second. <laughs> Apple slavery, Nike slavery, mm-hmm. any well, clothing company slavery, slavery, any technology company slavery. Um, what are you, Oprah, handing out these slaves? <laughs> okay, just just to be completely honest, th- th- there is a difference between slavery and unfair worker conditions for <laughs> overwork. Is there is there really no? Is there is there really that big of a difference? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Are you kidding when you me? when you can't buy a two dollar bowl of rice at the end of the day and you have to work eight hours for three dollars, is is that really unfair labor conditions or is that just slavery with an exchange well, of money? First of all, you're it is slavery with an exchange of money. We put in eight hour shifts. <laughs> <laughs> all right, it's, funny. it's like indentured servitude. <laughs> yeah, yeah slavery, honestly, which which is legal in America still, by the way. So. Really? That yes, sucks. and that's how they get away with uh, those guys in jail working for public, I mean, private businesses and making like. Okay, that 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 actually points. that actually is slavery. You get you get paid a dollar thirty or like less to an hour to work on. It's indentured servitude, Manny. That's how they get away <laughs> with it. That's slavery. That's slavery. That's I don't care what you're that's saying. You call things a scam. Steps. I call things slavery. <laughs> yeah, that's slavery. That's, that's 
Thank you, Rick. Thank you, Rick. <laughs> I, I, th- I think if you go back in history to before the Civil War and you told a slave, hey, you're just the same thing as that white indentured servant over there, he'd be like, okay. <laughs> I think we go through different shit, okay? <laughs> My job is a little bit harder than that prick's job over there. Like, But, you know, you can tell me this is the same thing, whatever. Anyway, to bring the boys on track, my mm. whole point of this cocaine sale was we can't invest <laughs> in cocaine. So I think weed stocks should be our next avenue into that because that's the closest drug that uh, that we can invest in. I'd argue I guess the, like that, that a opioids, pharmaceutical but... <laughs> would be a bigger drug than weed. Are you kidding me? Opioids, Manny? Heard of them? I I just said opioids. Hmm. Did did you hear, did you hear the words that came out of my mouth, no, or were I you didn't. too busy talking? Did you hear the words that came out? Of my I mouth? heard you say weed, and it got me riled up. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know pharmaceutical companies, and I know weed stocks, so I'm gonna recommend weed stocks. Man, he has the expert. Pharma- Wasn't there a bunch of like mushroom legalization and stuff too? Yeah, I have that's, zero that's clue. Like the next so, thing, it's not legalization. I don't think it's just like de- decriminalization. Because I think Canada has that, right? Canada has decriminalization on like any like mushrooms and like hallucinogenic. I think you're thinking yeah, of think, Amsterdam. I think California just did it. Colorado did it like a year or two ago. I think uh, Washington did it. Oregon. What about this one, guys? This is my hot take, real quick. What if we let cops do drugs? Do you think that would help the situation at all? I would say it depends on what type of drugs. Do they get drug tested? Do they get random drug tests? Yeah, they they can't do any any form of illegal substances. Spike, they have to test the drugs they find. How would they get drug tested (laughs) if they have to test the drugs? Remember that cop? Did you see that video of the cop who took someone's pen pen out of their pocket and then he hit it a little bit in the car? He goes, I was just sniffing it and (laughs) just went in. (laughs) Yeah, his body cam just shows him kind of like ripping it a little bit, and so (laughs) yeah, was a massive cloud. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'm not saying cops should just like you know smoke a bowl before they go out, Mm -hmm. although that might actually help the situation. (laughs) Um, but (laughs) while they're off duty, do you think maybe it it would help for them to relax a little bit through Mm -hmm. you know? recreational substances take their cops away i don't Give know them i would pens. <laughs> i would i would say for general security and uh civil purposes give them weed and then if they're in like swat or something maybe like coke or speed because I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think weed is super appropriate for that job uh, Did i think there was this like historical video that i watched like a, a tiktok or something of the fact that uh Germany used tons of speed during World War II. <laughs> oh, it, it helped yeah, like the Blitzkrieg and fucking, stuff. They were drugged out of their mind. They put it in like their chocolate rations, and they were just doing tons of freaking. Yeah, how do you think they got? I feel like it was methamphetamine, but it might atrocities that they did. That's that's also a very good point. Holy shit! When you think about it, <laughs> really? Yeah, that's like. <laughs> yeah, that's that's massive. They were cracked out of their mind. Right? Yeah. They just thought, you know. I... Certainly is no excuse, but. Uh... No, ex- that's not. No, that's not the point of what we're saying. I don't, <laughs> I don't think. think it was either. For the record. <laughs> I was kind of saying that, but okay. If you guys, if you guys aren't going to say it, I won't say it. Oh. Manny. This is definitely getting flagged now. There's no <laughs> way this isn't getting flagged. Um, I I did see. 
um, an article that Berkshire Hathaway just sold five million of their HP shares. Is that something that I, riles I, you up? You know, I I saw that article and I saw Buffett and it got me really riled up. And then I saw HP and then I got all droopy. You love tech companies. You don't like tech companies from nineteen seventy two. Uh, no. The only thing I know about HP is they sometimes make printers and people fucking hate them. <laughs> I mean, they, they, they make a lot of money off those shitty printers. <laughs> they do because they sell super bad uh, subscriptions where you can't use your printer unless you give them 20 bucks a month. Do you? Does it change your mind that Berkshire Hathaway bought 12% last year of the company? I saw that. I would not follow them in. Whoever made that Bridges and Berkshire, I hope Warren fires them. <laughs> Interesting. What is this hating as HP? It's literally it's just, just a shit Intel. company. It's literally just Intel with once removed from Intel. Intel like, with more steps? No, blah, 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 blah. I you, know, know, like their, steps. you know, like their laptops? No. I've. No. What? I think they make pretty okay laptops. <laughs> they, they make pretty okay laptops. Do you want to invest in a company that makes pretty okay things? <laughs> I mean, I think it's just as good as an Apple laptop. But just No, no, it, you do not. No, it, you do not believe that, Noah. You cannot look me in the face and tell me you think the HP laptop is as good as a MacBook. I mean, like their $1,200 one is probably, you know, mm-hmm. since that's how much the Apple ones cost. Yeah, you're probably like, they put the dinky old $300 <laughs> HP. That's how much Manny likes to spend on his dinky computers, and he buys <laughs> yeah. a twelve hundred dollar laptop from Apple. Is a fifteen hundred dollar laptop. <laughs> yes, I was thinking about the three hundred dollar HPs. In my bad. I mean, th- I was... these they also have. This is a B two B business, I think. Moreover, right? Doesn't HP sell a it's lot of computers? More business business side. It, it, it has to be. There's no way it survived this long without being B2B. It's not like a huge consumer business overall, except for their uh, uh, they printers. They have a grasp on business. Like they also sell office, the ink, like... boys. You're thinking about the ink sales. I mean, you're missing the ink sales. I was not. Oh, of course. The ink sales. subscriptions. What about the paper have... sales? You're forgetting about the paper sales. Mm. I mean, to be fair, so Berkshire bought them a year ago. They're already up like 20% on their position. Dude, that's uh, crazy. And you're saying uh, whoever did that decision should be fired. And th- this is just Buffett moving money around. Like He, he owns, I think, $115 million in shares, and he moved five. And the only reason he had to report it is because when you own uh, over – I think 10%. 10% of a company you have to report when you make changes or make mm-hmm. sales. And so he reported it, you know? And his fund is worth like $350 billion. <laughs> like this wasn't a lot. So like he's still invested in the company. And uh, I don't know. Like I just think that uh, that's kind of interesting to think that Manny doesn't like a Buffett company that's also making tech. Mm-hmm. But it ain't apple he ain't talking i don't like a lot of buffett's companies like i so you're saying i think you don't like dairy queen intel but not i would not invest in dairy queen i can tell you now you can't it's a private company (laughs) if it was public you couldn't give it to me you don't like seize candy i do like seize candy 
You don't like Coca-Cola? I, I do love me a good Cokey. Are you saying that this diabetic man doesn't make good choices? He he does have some good picks. D, DQ, <laughs> I don't know about. I would probably go I'm going to read some off to you, and you tell me if you think it's a yay or a nay. You ready? Okay, okay, yeah, listen to me, listen to me. Mitsubishi. Nay. He owns 8% of the company. <laughs> Kraft nay. Heinz. Yay. He owns 25% of the company. Yeah, big yay. What about Oxy? <laughs> and I'm talking about the oil, Manny. Huge yay, huge yay. 25%, Chevron. Eh, meh. <laughs> okay. <What? laughs> 6%? Coca-Cola? Yeah, huge yay. American Express? Huge yay. 20% of American Express. He owns almost 10% of Coke, too. That's kind of crazy. That's kind of so nuts. It's <laughs> a lot. Um, <laughs> he owns 6% of Apple. Think about that. That's a lot of Apple. That's enough to get a little board seat. Huge amount of Apple. I think I think Buffett and Tim have like yearly like chats just because he owns so much. That's that's a very large amount. And also when he's on the board, you are going to have yearly chats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's crazy, though. Should well, we jump over to Munger? It, <laughs> it, it sounds like I like maybe a third of his picks. What about BYD? Nay. Wow. <laughs> I hate Chinese companies, too, but he made a lot of money on that guy. Yeah, but it, when you're that rich, you, you can afford to be that early. Are you saying that he invests in unicorns? Because I, I, I just don't agree. Uh, yeah, I feel like... Uh, he doesn't do like any angel rich, investing. I guess. I see what you're saying. He's not the riskiest trader on the market, old Mr. Munger and Buffett. He is definitely not the riskiest. <sighs> okay, boys. Do we have anything else we want to share? My show, my show and tell is all empty. Okay, well, that was episode 50. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Bye.